Hey everybody, this is Brad Williams telling you that you are listening to the Just Be A Dad podcast. Now why me, Brad Williams, telling you to listen to this podcast? Well, it's three idiots, uh, Whiskey, Nate, and Dylan. One of them's named Whiskey. You know he's a moron. And uh, they just like to talk about sports, movies, wrestling, and uh, they have some guests on. They, they One guest I'll never have is Joe Buck. Screw that guy. Uh, he always likes the Yankees and, and the Cardinals. Screw that. But it's the Just Be A Dad podcast where you can listen and just be a dad. So listen, enjoy, uh, like, subscribe, and rate. Thanks. Welcome in episode Nobody's Keeping Count Anymore. As always, I am Whiskey. Along with me. Let's introduce us, man. What? I'm with Nate and Dylan as always. Thank there you. We go. There we go. Yeah. You sound like to- you sound real muffled right now, so it's kind of difficult. Uh, to hear. Of course I do. Of course I do. Welcome to a real podcast. <laughs> a real podcast. That's right. We finally made it big time with the uh, special help of Mr. Dylan himself, Mr. ICD, the mm. Eagles fan. Why hey, is you know, Dylan always giggling? I don't know why he's always giggling. We don't know why. Dylan just giggles. I, I think somebody is tickling his feet while he sits on the couch. <laughs> Notice I did the, yeah. Um, yeah this is an 18 plus show. Um, I didn't mark it explicit. So Facebook police, if you're out there, uh, talk to my lawyers. No Anyways, moving on. <laughs> Boys, how are we doing tonight? Great. It's cool. It's good to giggle. That's right. Right. Thank you, Brenda. See the mother. I feel like we should have a sound effect for a new comment, new viewer in the house. We should. We should. <laughs> Yeet. There we go. That'll work. So, the hell was that? What? It's something. All right. We'll, 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 we'll uh, workshop that one. We'll, we'll come back around to that. <laughs> so, again, boys, I'll ask again, how was your weekend? Uh, pretty entertaining. Pretty fun. Pretty fun. Busy, you know, riveting stuff. Huh? Sucks without college. Yeah, it does. It sucks. I mean, I didn't get to catch the Navy Army game. I caught highlights. So I caught the uh, the last little bit of it. It was my favorite game of the year, and I, for once, totally forgot about it. So how did I, you? I we talked there. about this the other day. Literally, I know. I not know. even a week. I'm stupid. I can't help it. We Dylan, what, what's going on in your world? Let's let's not talk about me. Let's talk about Dylan for a minute. Get the focus off me for a minute. Well, <laughs> I hate to bring the whole party down, but we actually had a pretty emotional weekend over here. Uh-oh. Yeah. So, a while ago, I was walking around the neighborhood, and I was with my wife and my mother, and AJ was with us, and we were a couple blocks away, and this cat like just shows up out of nowhere and it looked like it came from one of our neighbors homes like from a ways away but we couldn't really tell and so this cat follows us like several blocks all the way (laughs) back to our place and it's skin and bones but like it's declawed so we we couldn't tell like if it had an owner or if it had a bad owner or what anyway like we get back home we don't let the thing in the house because we have a cat we have two dogs but we just like fed it outside so it ended up being like the neighborhood cat. Like it would just hang around, hang in certain areas. Like our neighbors fed it. Like 
I was outside one day and <laughs> I wanted to let our next door neighbor know that it wasn't our cat because we weren't bad pet owners. And because like the thing was skin and bones, like I didn't want anyone to have that impression. So I was like, this is not our cat, by the way. I know it's always following us, but it's not our cat. <laughs> so like we just fed it and our neighbors would be like, yeah, we're, we're feeding it too. We have no idea who it belongs to. So it was a neighborhood cat. It hung around every morning. I would leave for work. It would be right there waiting for me to feed it. And I'd come home from work. It'd be right there in the yard waiting for us to feed it. Well, the other morning, you know, I go outside, I feed it. I literally see the thing. And then I come back outside to go to work and I see a car go by. And unfortunately, when I drove by, uh, apparently that car had hit our neighborhood cat. So it's oh. gone now. But, you know. Uh, Damn it, Dylan. We picked it up. Uh, my My mother-in-law picked it up. My mother-in-law and my wife wrapped it up, you know, put it in the box, and I buried it in the front yard. So it's there now forever. Well, kudos to y'all for doing the right thing. Uh, if you ran over that cat, you're a cat killer, and you need to be slapped in the face with the fish. Well, good. They can join Sam. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, that hung around. Yeah. <laughs> that hung around for quite a while. Yeah. Well, it's kind of hard to to do a show after hearing such disturbing news. <laughs> such well, a I got sad a, way to do it. Why? Damn it, Dylan. I got other stuff, you know, but I just wanted to get that out of the way. I feel like people can relate. You know, it's a good story to tell, and I'm sure you guys have lost, if not pets, you've lost loved ones. So, I, I, Well, I'm on my ninth blue healer, if that tells you anything. <laughs> yeah. So. It's always tough. But, uh, no, this weekend was, uh, it was fun. It was good. I got to, uh, me and the old lady got to go out and have a date night and she went to her company Christmas party. And then we went and to go see Roger Crager, of course, for the first time since, what was it? I think it was February 14th of last year before COVID. Thanks. So, uh, it's, it's been a long time coming and he came to Texas, I think, or North Texas like twice before that, but one was like an Irving on a Thursday night that was random at like 10 o'clock at night. And the other one was at Billy Bob's and I don't go to Billy Bob's. So he went to the Mule Barn in Justin, and uh, we went to go Never see go him. To and, Billy Bob's, as they say. Yeah, don't 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 go to Billy Bob's. Don't waste your money. I don't endorse <laughs> them at all, ever. Uh, if you want to go and you're visiting Texas for the first time, and you go to Billy Bob's, go during the day. Do not ever go watch a concert there. It is horrible. Go during the day. Go play Why some pool, drink a beer. It's 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 bad. It's overall, it's just it's it's crowded. The smoking section now is outside. They, they just pack them in there like gym rats. I mean, it's it's absolutely horrible. I remember when you could walk around Billy Bob and smoke a cigarette the whole place and nobody said anything. Mm, um, good old days. The, the, the drinks are like $10 for a beer and $20 for a mixed drink. It's just ridiculous. Thanks, but, uh, yeah, well, I, I don't know if it's Biden. It's somebody. Um, <laughs> new owners, I guess. Why do I keep having the same comment keep popping up over and over and over? Like in the side screen here that the viewers can't see. I don't know. Anyways, we're off to a wonderful start. Uh We're always off to a wonderful spot, a wonderful start. Right? This is how it starts. This is how we do things. Oh, man, this is absolutely horrible. So to anybody listening on Spotify now, welcome in or Apple Music or wherever you listen to your podcast. Because like I said, we're a real podcast. This is a certified hood classic. Trying to, build up that, trying to build up that Podbean listenership. So if you're on Podbean, thank you. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. So uh, that's pretty much it on my end. Um, so I want to get to something real quick before we get to our movie. Cameo. I have, I have a feeling. I, I don't know. I'm trying to remember because I don't I don't really know exactly what you're getting ready to ask me. So I kind of forgot exactly what we talked about a couple of days ago. <laughs> um, okay, so real quick. She is in here, and she has been so proud of this. She's been showing it off. It's really hard to see because it's written in green ink. Cassie got a 90 on her spelling test today. Nice. So, nice. Congratulations, Cassie. Awesome. Nice. You so can better than your dad. Uh, yeah, she can, actually. <laughs> Absolutely, she can. So, um, cameos. I've been working really hard trying to get us some new cameos. I've done two so far. They both bombed horribly. Um, so I, I tried to get one from Tainted Lyric that ended badly because he misunderstood what I was trying to ask for, and we messaged back and forth. But he does want to come Tom, on the show. How, how wait, Tom, how oh, we, we? I will send you the, 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 the link and everything. You can read the message that I sent him. I, I want to know how a conversation goes as far as asking for an intro. An intro. To wrong. being on the show, <laughs> it go, but also, you said like, it went wrong. So, as far as wrong, you say wrong. What do you mean wrong, TJ? You're cutting out really bad on my What'd end. You I don't say? know if it's my internet or not. Me? Is it me? Am I cutting out really bad? <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's Dylan, honest. how does it sound, Dylan? Uh, yeah, it's, it's all is you. Is it me man. or is it TJ? It's definitely you. It's all me. Yeah. Is Thank it? you, Kelsey. What you're good, you're like? good now. You're, you're good, good now. now. You're good now. But yeah. no, I, I asked for a cameo. I sent him a message. Punctuation was perfect. I double and triple read everything. And he, I guess he thought that I was asking him to come on the show. I was like, no, dude, that's not what I need. I need, I need like an intro for the show. And I haven't <laughs> heard back from him yet. So I don't know. I gave him the podcast email. So we'll see how that goes. Is but, he a dad? Because uh, I mean, if he's a dad, it'd be he, he is a, I, I will send you the cameo that he sent me. I will send you the cameo that he sent. Oh, um, you know who else is a dad that we should get on cameo? Who? Caitlyn Jenner. No. Absolutely He's not. starting already. He's already He's, starting. He's already well, uh, starting. Since, since, since we're going to go down that road, Nate, I have a question directly for you. You are uh, our um, resident black man, as everybody well knows. I am. Uh, you, you come from a mixed hey, family. For I all I know, my lineage could trace back to Africa. Dylan, you are so not helping right now. So I'm, I'm going to ask the question. I sent you this in a TikTok, and I asked you this while we were talking on the phone the other day. And since you can't seem to remember, since you have a mixed family, you are yourself a black man. Your spouse is a white woman. You have a mixed child. Okay. Do y'all have a white Santa or a black Santa in the house? <laughs> I forgot we had this conversation. I literally forgot we had this conversation. Oh man, I forgot. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't really know. We never really went down that road as far as what the Santa looked like. We just, she just knows Santa's a jolly fat guy. Well, okay, but that's not what I'm asking. Do you have a that's black one or a white one in your house? When you do Christmas decorations, is it black or is it white? It's a legitimate he's, question. He's 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 the. I think he's the white Santa. As far as I as far as I can think, he's the white Santa. As far as I can think. Okay, so I always think it's unfair when like a person is boiled down to 
a single moment in their life or in their career, you know, but anytime I see or hear Megan Kelly, all I can think about is kids. Santa is just white. Okay. He just is like, she freaked out about whether or not they're like Santa could be black. And you know, my girl, Megan Kelly, she's, she went to the cues, you know, prompts, but <laughs> you were wrong. You're wrong on that one. <laughs> I, we don't, I don't, I get, I don't, I don't really specify things as far as what, color um i mean she basically goes with what she sees and whatever's on tv is what's on tv at this thinking, point at, at oh, this God. point I'm, I'm to a point where i'm like you know what i i think she needs to know who, who santa really is but she she enjoys it i'm not like the grinch over there tj in in, in breaking kids is hard telling them that i don't know if there's kids watching we're we doing this tonight Okay. I, I got this time. We can do it tonight. I got I got all you woke time. up and chose violence today is what you did, son. <laughs> I so, got all the time in the world. So since you since you mentioned that, since you brought it up, I was just thinking about that. Like, man, when we were growing up, I feel like maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there were some episodes that focused specifically on this, but I feel like yes, like Cops was an awful television show that clearly portrayed every white person as a trailer park domestic abuser on meth and every black guy is having crack in their pocket uh, and, you know, umpteen warrants to their names. So, yes, House was an awful show. But hey, Cops was filmed down the street from my house, okay? I'm just saying. Also, we would watch shows like Fresh Prince and Sister Sister and Keenan and Kel, and I don't feel like they ever had shows like... I mean, there were a few shows with Fresh Prince, but... For the most part, like there were just really good television shows that gave you a window into like, you know, black people's lives. But it never was like, what was us? What was us? We can't succeed in society. They were just like really good shows that you appreciated for what they were. And let me know when she's in bed so I can speak, woman. (laughs) I'm not doing this with him tonight. I am not doing this with him. You you chose violence. I always choose violence. Violence is what I choose, but I didn't choose this. You want to ruin? Okay, that's fine. You want to ruin the kids' Christmas, then that's fine. We can do that. I'm perfectly fine with that. Mine's already in bed, so she won't get to hear it. Mine's, she's lurking. (laughs) So you got to be careful. Oh, there she is. So it's a good thing I didn't say anything. Do you want to know the truth about Santa? No. No, say no. No, so go, no. Play. go play. Go <laughs> play. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, now you're getting yelled at. I am getting yelled at. Everybody, you deserve it. Rightfully, rightfully so. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. You should. Rightfully damn so. You should. You should definitely get yelled at right now. So I have an opinion on Santa. She is smart. She's very smart. But uh, I, I will I will graciously wait until Cassie's in bed before I give my spiel on that. Put the kid to bed, woman. Please. Like this is this this is this is bad. This is you, this is something I didn't choose. I didn't choose this. You chose this. <laughs> you called me out. You chose this. You started it. Okay, Charles Lee Ray. Please, like, get that. Why is that? What is that? Who is that? Who is that? That is Chucky's real name. That is the Lakeshore Strangler. 
And it's okay. my all-time favorite slasher. Well, that just goes That's, to show that I have reason this guy is behind me. Yeah, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> how do I how do I tell you I haven't watched Chucky fully <laughs> without telling you I haven't watched Chucky fully? <laughs> well, Billy Joel is here with our dad of the week. When does a joke become a dad joke? When it becomes apparent. It props to Nate on that one. That drum roll was on point. It was. He's he's doing awesome with that sound. He's getting trying. better. He's getting better. Getting trying, better. trying, trying, trying. We, we should start paying him three fifths of what we make. <laughs> three fifths? Uh, wow, that's all that that's shit, but okay. Uh, hey, they're still paying me in peanuts. <laughs> okay. So the child's in bed. You chose this, Nate. Alert. Hey, 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 hey. You said the R word. So, here's where I have a problem with Santa. And if you're new <laughs> to the show, you're fixing to hate me. So, when your if you kids, your kids up, please put them to bed now. Yeah, put it seriously. If your kids are in the room, put them to bed. Get them out of here. How about them Chiefs? God, I can't wait till Patrick Mahomes is not their quarterback and Billy Joel is just back to being a regular Chiefs fan. <laughs> so, uh oh, comments are starting to come in now. Here we go. If your kids tell you a lie, do they not get in trouble? Answer the question, yes or no. Just answer the just answer my question, yes or no. Yes. If your kids tell you a lie, do they not get in trouble? Yes. Okay. Are there not kids? all over this world that do not get toys for Christmas. Absolutely. They don't get anything for Christmas. Absolutely. Is that not, that is the truth, correct? Truth. So you're going to lie to your child and say that there is a magical fat man in a red suit that delivers presents to every little single boy and girl all over the world in one night, mind you, all for the magic of Christmas. You damn straight I am. As long as I got them imagination is running, you damn straight I am. I have no problem. Stop. I have no problem with a child believing in Santa, just like a fairy tale with Cinderella, SpongeBob, Dora, Dora, the Explorer. Go on. The list is endless. If they want to believe in that, fine. I'm not going to take that from them, but they also need to know the truth. This man. Sam says that. <laughs> she says I have no problem with my kids lying. lying to her. Good. You should. This, I mean, it's not really a lie if you think about it. It's not really. It's, it's you playing on their imagination. It's not lying. It's, it's <laughs> Brenda coming in. Hot. It's not. It's not lying. You F just, SpongeBob. You just you're just playing along with their imagination. That's all it really is. I mean, if you, I mean, it that's really. I don't feel like you're lying to them. Because I mean, you think about it. You look at everything that they look at on TV. Santa Claus with Tim Allen, all the old Christmas movies, Charlie Brown's Christmas. It gives them that image like, hey, there's a fat man that drive, flies around the entire world within 12 hours and delivers pre Christmas presents to everybody. No, mom, I didn't mean to stab my little sister. The knife just slipped out of my that hand and she landed same, on it. Yes, it is. That is not the same thing. That is, you just went, you just turned this into a really dark podcast. That is not the same thing. A lie is a lie is a lie is a lie. You can sugarcoat it any way you want to. Or Sam likes to call it a technicality. It's, it's the same damn thing. 
Oh my god, it's not a technicality. It's not even that. It's just you. Oh my god, it's, it's part, part of the exactly. magic of childhood. Exactly. Yeah. No, That's it's exactly not. It is. It's a lie. You're lying to your kids, and then guess what? When little Timmy or little Susie finds out there's no Santa, they're crushed. And guess what? Then hey, you have to happens. pay for you have to pay for counseling. And what happens when they find that the two fairy ain't real? What happens when they? Oh 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 oh! We have awoken the beast. The professor is here. Oh. We haven't gotten to Bad Santa yet, but already, for those that are watching, the, uh, we're reviewing Bad Santa as our movie of the week. And Professor Leonard has come in. Dylan, will you please read that for the fine folks listening at home? Oh, Nate read all last week, but I could call down for this long ass. <laughs> That's right. We're doing for this manuscript that Professor Leonard just put up. Bad Santa oh, is an example of an age old lesson of quote unquote need over want, unquote. Throughout the movie, the characters are presented with choices for needs versus wants. Each choice has their own avenue of positive and negative consequences, which, parentheses for our main character, often leads to additional decisions relating to want versus need. This movie provides the illustration of self-review to help us understand exactly what we value as a want or a need. The same can be said with the revelation our main character comes. Oh, God, there's more coming. There's a there's a part two to that, by the way. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, so I, I, so TJ, I understand, I understand TJ where TJ is coming from because I know some parents are like, I don't want my kids to believe in there's a jolly fat man that delivers their presents when I actually work hard all year to do it. But at the same time, I look at it as a child's imagination. I will never crap on like like when kids have imaginary friends, you're not gonna sit there and be like your friends aren't real. Hey, let them have it until they realize till they get to a certain age where Santa Claus is real. It just is it's something I feel like I just like let them have. You can have that. Just have it. You're okay with it. It's no big deal. You feel like I don't know. There's something there. There's something really there that you you just you seem real hurt about. And that's the thing. That's what I'm trying to get down. I don't to. like lying to my There's, kids. No, he just, no. He just no. Lie to you a lot. I feel like it's something more than that because you, 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 you just seems like you're just really like adamant about this. Like there's something really good. Because I mean, so if your daughter asked her, if your daughter asked you, "Hey, do I look fat?" Would you tell her she's fat? Perfect example. TJ. If the shoe fits, I mean. You are You a lying. You lie. You would not tell your daughter she's fat. All right. I told her she was a Burns. You're lying to then that you're lying to her. Let me ask you this question. No, not because all Burnses are fat. Do what? Do you, do you tell Sam she's fat? No, because she's not. Plain and Is simple. She... <laughs> I'm trying to put you in the doghouse <laughs> at this point. But you can you try all you want. You get what I'm saying. You you lie to your kids here and there. It's okay. It's Santa Claus. It's not a big lie. It's not like you're lying about who your parents really are. It's not that big of a lie. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah, and I'm also the one that crushes the dreams when they find out Santa's not real. No, thank you. I'll pass. <laughs> Some lies, quote unquote, fibs are told to protect them. There you go. Yeah, yeah I tell you perfect. what, tell that to Casey Anthony's kids. How'd that work? What the fuck? 
<laughs> why are you why are you going so far left, TJ? What is wrong with you? Why are you going so dark right now? I feel like I feel like you've been waiting all week for this. <laughs> you chose this. I really feel like you've been waiting all week for this. What the hell, man? Hashtag for Lizzie. Horny gnome coming in. If I let you call me sad, I can I call you my ho ho ho. I'll call you Santa, but I ain't calling you daddy. <laughs> what is happening here? Yeah, the comments are... Uh, Do you want know. your little girl to grow up to be the same character from Bad Santa in the back, back seat? <laughs> I feel like there was a deeper-seated issue with her. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not answering that question. I'll plead the fifth. I'm gonna plead the fifth on that. I, I, I'm doing. I'm, I'm pleading the fifth on that one, sir. I'm not even. <laughs> Jesus, this show is going. This is going to be our darkest show yet. This is definitely going because TJ talking about Casey Anthony's kids and 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 kids stabbing each other. I, I'm just. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to do with this one. This, Coming this from the black here, guy, that's got Chucky sitting behind him. You want to hey, talk about dark? It's not that dark. Chuck has a humor. He's light side of humor. You on the other hand is just you gonna make me go there, ain't you? Your your, your person your personality matches the movie we're gonna talk about. You gonna really make me, Nate's gonna make me go there tonight. I don't want to go there tonight. I'm, I'm not gonna go gonna make you do anything. Nate, I'm not Nate, do. This is coming from a place of complete love, and I love you as a brother. I really don't do. do but you don't talk about it. dark podcast. Don't do it, man. The only part the only part of you you got to smile to get bright, man. Come on oh now, my God. We're going to get canceled before we can get started. Spotify is going to take us down. Want to know my favorite Christmas character? Oh, God, I can only imagine. Cindy Lou Who, who have, have you seen her lately as the lead singer of the Pretty Record? Oh, yeah, that's a good point, actually. I totally <laughs> forgot about that. Yeah, she's cool. Coming from the guy with Chucky in the background. Now, that's oh, a movie to Thank you, down. Professor. happening right now this oh my god this is ridiculous <clears throat> why does santa claus do why does santa claus go down like chimney on christmas eve because it suits him absolutely <laughs> Billy Joe always like, coming in i don't understand the, uh, how he, he gotta have like the the fact he has to have a, like a, a plethora of dad jokes google my friend he's got one of those books that he reads while he's on the toilet <laughs> from from not telling your six-year-old Santa doesn't exist, turning into Cassie at Casey Anthony, I'm <laughs> lost for words. Exactly. That I don't know why the surprise. Exactly. You live with me. You know how I am. That's not even the same. It's not even the same room. When Christian wishes for Ken Newton instead of single <laughs> So let's talk about that for just a second. Oh, the just Panthers. Second. The Panthers are now zero and eleven since Cam Newton is their starting quarterback. Now, you want to talk about a few weeks ago, Cam had one bad game. Well, Tom Brady had one bad Cam's had 11 of them. No, that doesn't, losing doesn't necessarily mean you had a bad game. You can have a great game and still lose. True, true. Now, now, did he play bad against the Falcons? I'm, shit surprised me. I didn't think <laughs> I he was going to step up. I thought, I uh, thought it was going to be the same old, same old. I, I'll right. be honest. I really wanted to post that awesome meme I made of you and Cam, and it just didn't work out. What's up, Rapid Dave? Rapid so Dave coming people, in on the YouTube. 
for the people watching and listening, I made an awesome meme of Nate and Cam that will just never see the light of day. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Like I had to be honest. Like I was really surprised that Cam played as bad as he did against the Falcons because everybody seemed to. I mean, hell, what's his name? They, their quarterback for the Jets had a pretty decent game in the second half against us. So I was kind of <laughs> surprised that he played as bad as he did. And then he got benched. So overrated. Are we getting throttled down on Facebook? What did Rapid Dave say? Watching from YouTube. Couldn't find us. Facebook, but here we are. <laughs> oh, man. We're already getting canceled by Zuck. Because it's TJ. That's why. It's yeah. TJ's joke. TJ's freaking racist jokes. Telling you what, man, I'm probably gonna be in Facebook jail tonight. <laughs> probably, most likely, probably. Reported by the ACLU. So since Great. we're talking about sports, no, we're I mean, still up. I, I I just found us. I mean, I guess I might as well go ahead and mention Steph Curry is now the all-time leader in three points, in three-point shots made in the NBA history. Ooh, Steph Curry, baby. He is now sitting at two. Two ninety seven four. So, so can we all just Kevin agree? Has basketball. Nobody cares. That the, well, we'll get back to that. Can we all just agree that the base premise for the bad Santa plot has to deal with the ultimate dad request for our wives and kids, used to convince us to do something—a sandwich, huh? Well, uh, in a way, I mean, I guess. I don't know, but I want a sandwich now. I think I think ultimately it's about something else, but we'll get to that. <laughs> Pointing out the accuracy of stereotypes isn't at, isn't racist at first. At first? Oh wow! Wow! That's wow. okay. <laughs> great, we got the Patriot front in the house. <laughs> this is great. So we're gonna move on from talking about bad. They're not bad Santas. We're gonna move on about talking about how Santa isn't real and to ruining your kid's childhood. Apparently. To a bad Santa. This movie will ruin someone's childhood. That's for damn sure. The, the, this this movie is fantastic. It's it's a great great Christmas movie. I I highly recommend it. For everybody, sit down and watch this with the kids, with the family. No, awesome. I don't watch it with the damn Watch it with kids. your church groups. I'm telling you, watch <laughs> this with, with your church groups. Okay, full disclosure: you do not watch this with your kids or anyone from a church at all. Okay, we don't do that. No, no, that's a no go. Let's go, Brandon, in the house. <laughs> So, <laughs> all right, boys, I'm going to let you two fight it out because Nate chose oh, violence man. today. Who's going first? Because it ain't me. I'll go. I love this movie. I, honestly, the dark humor behind this movie is, is amazing. The, the Honestly, between Tony Cox, uh, Bernie Mac, and I can't, I, for some reason, I can't think of his name right now. Um, Billy Bob? Yeah, Billy Bob Thornton. This is a great movie. It's hilarious. The, the, the fact that he plays a Santa and he's as grumpy and is such a he's just a complete asshole. Like for him to be a Santa Claus is ironic, to be honest. But it's it's funny to me. I, I enjoy it. I mean, I think it's smart, you know, being a Santa Claus in a mall just to rob it. I mean, hey, I mean, I feel like it's something that's never been thought of before. Rapid Dave comes in on Twitch, says Bad Santa is awesome. Absolutely. Absolutely awesome. I'm gonna tell you my favorite part of the movie. It has to be the fitting room scene. It has to be. <laughs> it, it, it absolutely has to be that part of that scene. Um, the unfortunate part, I was just like them killing Bernie Mac was kind of a 
kind of a downer in the movie. But I mean, a little, yeah. little bit, a little bit. <laughs> it was, it was um, kind of a downer. Little bit. Professor has an idea for a new segment called Dylan's Casserole Recipe of the Week. <laughs> I second this. Dylan, I mean, your move. A week? How many casseroles are that? You know, there's 52 weeks in a year, right? I mean, how um, many casserole recipes do you actually have? I tell you what, that's going to be a thing in January. <laughs> he said, him plowing plus size chicks before it was mainstream. <laughs> <laughs> That is exactly what it is. Exactly. That was, it had been the, the best, it had to be the funniest part for me. Um, the fact that he took on, he took care of that kid the way he did, I mean, it was kind of shitty. Yeah, it really was. Like, he was not the best role model for that kid. But he, 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 he you know, he, he stood up for him when he needed it. But that kid was, that kid was weird. That kid, that kid had it coming. That kid definitely had it coming. What was his name? Mer, Mer, Marlon Mervin? Talking about Thurman Merman? Thurman Merman. There we go. Thurman Merman. Thurman Merman. That kid. That kid definitely needed some. He needed some. He needed some form of guidance. As a dad, don't name your kid Thurman. Please, please. All in all, for me. I, or I, Henry. I, don't name him Henry either. Well, not Henry. Henry's a decent name. No, it's Henry's not. great. Henry's a pretty good name. No I'd love to be known as Hank. <laughs> Propane. I mean, for me, I, I probably have to give this movie an eight and a half. Nice. I give it an eight and a half. It, it, it just for its, you know, it's for me, it's rewatchability. You know, the con, the comedic points in the movie. I, I liked it. So I was thinking earlier. That's you a know, I was thinking about when the tide really turned. Jackals, Henry is an old school strongman. <laughs> Why are we jackals? I I agreed with Henry. I like Henry. Bro. Henry's <laughs> awesome. I was thinking earlier, I'm like, man, was it in my lifetime? Was it earlier? Was it le-? like, when did Midget become like a really... Like I feel like if I say midget, people will look at me a certain way. Like I have to say little person now, and that's fine. Like I'll say little person, but is midget like that derogatory? I mean, we have a midget open up for us every week. Brad Williams, I love him. He's he does a really good job. You know, TJ sends out the cameo, but I don't know. I never say dwarf, but it's just because it's kind of weird. Like when I think of dwarf, I think of Lord of the Rings, but. You know, the midget in this movie, <laughs> I believe uh, Nate already said his name, his name Tony something. I don't know. The Tony Cox. Tony Cox. Okay. Tony Cox, also in Me, Myself, and Irene, also hilarious in Me, Myself, and Irene, is in this movie. And I love that if this was a movie that was written by a woman, it would simply be Billy Bob Thornton is depressed. He meets Lauren Graham. They have a conflict. They fall in love. End of movie. But because this movie was written by a man, and I didn't look into this, so I'm hoping I'm right, and I'm not just sticking my foot in my mouth. But because this movie was written by a man, he is depressed. He meets Lauren Graham. They have a relationship, and there's an underlying plot to the whole thing to where they set up this uh, heist with the midget and Bernie Mac, who's also in the movie, who... This may, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think this was the last movie he was in. I'm probably wrong about that, but what was the last movie he was in? Soulman. 
the movie okay. with Samuel Jackson. Thank you. Correct me on the spot, fact checker. Love it. <laughs> What's going on, I logical? So Bernie Mac was also hilarious in this movie. Uh, Freaking uh, John Ritter of Three's Company. Yeah, the late legendary John Ritter also in this movie. Fun fact: I mean, they actually dedicated that movie to him because I think it was the last movie John Ritter was in, and then he passed away. Okay, so see, I was wrong about Bernie, but John Ritter, God, Billy Bob's still alive. He really needs to watch his back. <laughs> this movie <laughs> took down some people. But uh, yeah, and this was the first time, like, of all the episodes of Gilmore Girls that I've been forced to watch in my lifetime. <laughs> This was the only time I ever thought Lauren Graham was hot, so that was kind of that was pretty cool to see her in that role. I mean, she's only because she was in the back of a car with Billy Bob Thornton. Well, she's in the hot tub, you know, and they just the bra on. Yeah, not to be too much of a perv here, but yeah, (laughs) unfortunately, you didn't say you didn't put eighteen or older, but you know, you know. But yeah, I thought the plot, um, the I've already made racist comments, so it couldn't get any worse. I mean, I mean, you gotta own it. Sometimes you just gotta own it. You can't double down. Just own it. Just own it. That's all. That's all we ask. But uh, the scene behind you, TJ, one probably my favorite scene in the whole entire movie. So I'm sure you'll get to that. And uh, yeah, I just I love that because so when I talk to um, you know shameless plug when I talked to Raylan Nelson on my other podcast recently, uh, her dad passed away on christmas eve so like as much as everyone celebrates as much as take care horny no see you dude as much as everyone celebrates and wants to have a good time and spread the christmas cheer like some people aren't having a good time on christmas some people have really terrible memories on christmas so like this is one of the few movies probably that deals with like that side of christmas where people are depressed not feeling good about it and then it ends up uh, <laughs> turning into a comedy as well. But I just, I like the range. I like that Billy Bob was funny and serious. And I like Bernie Mac. I, there's just so much like this movie. I, Nate, I can't be serious when you're dying over there. I, I'm sorry. I well, uh, at least explain. It's, Y'all got to remember, we're now on Spotify. It's his so comment. I, it's his comment. It's wait, the- uh, so read the professor's <laughs> comment. So Professor Leonard says, this is the time when TJ needs a sound from Billy Madison with the trivia host saying, you have just made everyone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here I am making great points. Here I am filling out my soul and laying out for you what Bad Santa is all about. Sorry I didn't say it how Professor Leonard spelled it out in a bunch of mumbo jumbo for a bunch of people that wasted their money on tuition. Uh, I'm just doing what I'm doing here on a podcast. But next up, we have Billy Joe. Nah, some short guy in Fresno did not like it. So we called Oprah and got it changed to little people. That's fair enough. I mean, again, you know. um, Can we just say that Oprah is the most richest, powerful white man in all of America? (laughs) Damn. Wow. That's true. Twice. Twice in one episode. <laughs> Why? Were you trying to get it? Mm, what the fuck, man? You are, what? I don't. Whatever you're on, whatever you had to drink, you need to stop drinking. You, you, you want something different tonight, DJ? You're so definitely correct. something different. To, that's why. That's why. What the hell is that? Whiskey. Yeah, no, right. It's whiskey. Doesn't even have a label. You just made that yourself. 
That's got a label. What is that? It's um, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's all blurry. Put that shit in the back yeah, of the, in the back of specs. Basil Hayden. <laughs> what? Basil Hayden. You know, I, I hate to I hate to be a copycat, but I, for what this movie, for what we wanted it to be, a funny movie with Billy Bob's darker side, uh, and Christmassy, I'm gonna copycat Nate. Eight point five for me. Absolutely, great points. You do have a history of eight points, just like when you said casseroles are for. Okay. Well, here's what here's what I love about Joe because he says casseroles are for poor people. Yet, what did he have at Thanksgiving? If I remember correctly, it was a broccoli casserole. Yeah. He never said he was rich. But yeah, what the fuck are we talking about here? <laughs> are you kidding? I haven't fucking paid up in that one fantasy league yet. I'm getting shit about it. Come on now. Anyway. What the fuck, man? <laughs> uh, where were we? Oh, you think. Come on, you think Elon Musk is serving up broccoli casserole at his Thanksgiving? No. Not at all. Not at all. He's serving that. Oh, yeah, but I bet you his dishes probably start themselves or some <laughs> crap. Probably. Yeah. Total 8-5 for me, and I'll give you the Rotten Tomato score after your evaluation, DJ. Well, I'm going to say this about e- e- Elon Musk. He probably has a bed that kickstarts his woman for him because he can't do it. <laughs> Damn. But um, this was a fun movie to watch. Uh, I've always liked this movie. Uh, you know, you've got the uh, the bad Santa, of course. You've got uh, Billy Bob Thornton coming in and just being a complete drunk and a complete idiot. My favorite part is, uh, I think it was the beginning when he meets the kid and the guy follows him out to the parking lot after him and the bartender do their thing. And he bends him over the car and everything else. <laughs> you all remember that? That's the yeah. guy from Office Space. Did anybody notice? I can't remember the actor's name. I am not gay. (laughs) I'm not gay. I'm doing this for all of us. But uh, no, it was a great movie. A lot of fun. Uh, You've got, you know, this drunk idiot that uh, pisses himself. And he talks to kids at the mall the way we all want to talk to him. We just don't have the nerve to say it. Um, You know, and uh, Bernie Mac comes in. What? Street. It will definitely stay. Absolutely. Yeah, you I are agree, correct. Going down the you wrong are correct. Street. Change bottles. Yeah. Okay. That doesn't mean changing bottles. There we go. Oh God. Now tell us that inflation is transitory. <laughs> uh, that's more than six letters, son. I, that's beyond my <laughs> vocabulary there. I just noticed something doing with an orange pest control hat, aviators, and a cigarette. Dale Gribble from King of the Hill. Damn. All right. Meme it up. You're going to have to change your name to Rusty Shackelford. I hope you're good at Photoshop, dude. Meme it up. But um, no, this was a fun movie overall. Uh, you know, you've got you've got comedy. You've kind of got the little sensitive side to it. The love story in between. Um, and every and that poor kid, man. God, I, I I see that. And I'm just like, really? Like, could you? He has like the best slash worst life ever. Most Comes definitely. from a rich rich family. He, there's like almost no rules at his house. He makes all B's and C's, mostly C's. That was me in school. But you know, gets picked on all the time. Got <clears throat> snot running down. Gets wedgied. 
And then here comes Billy Bob Thornton, you know, beating up the bullies and standing up for him when he needs it and uh, trying to help him out. Of course, I love the uh, scene where the kid cuts his hand and Billy Bob just takes the, the liquor bottle and just pours it on him. Uh, if that's yeah. not a dad move, I don't know that's what most, is. And that's most definitely an old school dad move. <laughs> that's most definitely an old school dad. That's like, suck it up. You be all right. Chris Rock's dad would put some Robitussin on it. But, um, you know, Tony Cox, is his name Tony, right? Tony Cox? Yep. Okay, yeah, Tony Cox in there. And then I I almost felt bad that they killed Bernie in that movie just because he ended up dying a few years later. I do, I feel bad. But uh, no, overall, I mean, you know, you have the uh, at the end, uh, he didn't have to go to jail and he gets out and the kid's yeah, being taken be care of. Multiple times. Why does he help the child? He helps the child because he actually kind of starts to care for the kid. You know, kids grow on you after a while. It happens. And uh, I think we all kind of have that soft spot for him. And uh, we kind of feel where he's coming from. We, he wants to do good for the kid and stand up for the kid because the kid obviously can't stand up for himself. But the uh, the boxing, when they're hitting each other in the nuts, that was that was top notch. <laughs> I was like, this is the epitome of a dad and like an uncle trying to toughen up the son. And things just go awry. Just everything goes wrong. Pretty much. And then all three of them are just laying in the ring. Just <laughs> oh. so so to so to answer Professor Leonard's question, why does he help the child? Does Somewhere he care the line, or is the child out of a life for crime? It was his out for out of life for crime, basically his own his way out. I, I think so. I I think I think he at one point he saw a way out. And I think it, I think it helped Somewhere, him. Somewhere along the line in the movie, Billy Bob Thornton says that his dad was an asshole and used to beat him. And so I think that him having a shitty childhood with his dad made him want to right those wrongs. And like you said, with the, the the life of crime, he was hitting a real low and not doing it right anymore. Like he's, you guys already mentioned, he's pissing all over himself. He's not able to even perform his duties at Santa Claus, let alone... Um, crack the safe which is his responsibility once all the lights go down he's the one who's supposed to crack the safe and the midget uh excuse me the little person tony is supposed to be the lookout after everything and uh get the the cash out so yeah that that i think is his the reasoning i think professor leonard that he helps the kid is that yes he views him as a way out of his life of crime but also it's righting the wrongs of his childhood of his dad being uh a shitty father Yeah, basically, I, I don't know. I, I like I said, I like it, it was just one of those movies where you just they turned this cold hearted, self selfish individual into a caring individual. And I, I honestly, it, it saved him. I really think, I think at one point it became the kid was just a free ride of just money. What's he doing? Good response. Well, it's about goddamn time, Professor Leonard. <laughs> I tell you, this guy. I think the kid was, obviously, I think he in the beginning he was using the kid for just the money and the house and whatever he had. And then at some point he started to actually care for the kid. And, you know, the whole family thing seemed like a good idea to him. Plus, it was his way out. So, I'm not so on caring. <laughs> I, I, I think there was a part of him that cared. I, I think that there was, I mean, obviously, 
you, you go to the end of the movie where he gets the uh what is it the pink elephant yep and he ah. makes you know he makes he makes an shit. effort to get to it yeah right and he, he didn't make an effort he he does it he fuck, like, i tell you honestly I'm be, when i first saw him i was like damn they killed him <laughs> they shot he got, he got lit up yeah spoiler alert he almost dies the end <laughs> almost and that was funny it was funny because sam watched the ending with me and she's like is that really how the movie ends he dies <laughs> Because right. and that's and that's see and that's and that's what I feel like the movie like for someone like Sam is just like you get like they get a, you get attached to the character and you just like crap is this how the movie ends for real and then it's just like then it goes over and they're like oh good he didn't die he survived so um I like like I said I like the movie the movie's hilarious okay why does he pick up the elephant because the kid asked for it. <laughs> TJ is sick of these subtle messages because he asked for it. That's why. <laughs> Stop with this. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, that's 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 what I got out of it. He, the kid wanted one, and then because the last two Christmases Santa didn't bring him anything. Why? Because Santa's not real. That's oh, here why. he go. Here he goes with this shit again. You and the Santa Claus ain't real shit. I will stab lady, you uh, if you tell my daughter Santa Claus angry. I will stab I won't ruin it for anybody else's I will, children. I will disembowel you. That lady from doing the world a favor. Movie. <laughs> the lady who played Thurman Murma's grandma, she was pretty funny. I'll make you some sandwiches. <laughs> oh, you're home. You want some sandwiches? Anyone who breaks into her house. I'll, you want some sandwiches? <laughs> OJ Simpson. Oh, you want a sandwich? Jesus Christ. Well, OJ's fine. Just make sure he doesn't have his kids with him. Yeah, what about... Uh, never mind. What? I had, like a Rolodex. I had like a Rolodex of people running through my head and I didn't know who to fall on. <laughs> and for any kids listening, a Rolodex is what we used before we had computers. Before yeah, we had Google. Way before Google. You had to actually go to the library and use the Dewey Decimal System. What is even like? What would you say now? I wonder. Like to to even make to make that reference. Like, oh, I I just I went through my contact list. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's a good question. The kid asked for Google. Scaring have to do with the scenario. Technically, he is fulfilling the responsibility he allowed to fall into playing along. With the kids' fantasy of him being Santa Claus. Hmm. I this man, this see what I'm talking about? Like his 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 thesis, his synopsis are like just out of nowhere. It's not not true. Think of that pressure. He has to be the kid's dad and Santa Claus. And it makes sense. It's like uh it's like Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Eh, a little bit. I can see that. Well, yeah. so, so TJ, next... what's your what's your score on the movie? Okay, well, Nate, what'd you give it? I get it eight and a half. Dylan, what'd you give it? Same thing. Same thing. Oh, Don't be different. Be honest. <laughs> I like the movie. I'm gonna give it a nine because y'all oh. are punks. <coughs> this guy. So, well, damn. You gay? You are gay. How so what's funny script? about this movie? Why should someone be gay? Does it not make you gay? <laughs> that was very awkward. Extremely, but it was for you. Can you I, did that edit that out of the podcast before we put it on Spotify? <laughs> <laughs> so 
So, oddly enough, this is one of those movies where the critics scored higher than the audience. Really? I was not expecting that. I'm, I shot high last year. I shot high last week. So I'm going to go for a little low. I'm going to say the critics gave it a 55. The audience gave it a 43. Well, to be honest, anything you said would have been high because the critics gave Jingle All the Way like 17%. <laughs> but what'd you say? I say the critics did a 55, audience 43. Somewhere in that fresh range. TJ? I'm going to say Critics 65, Audience 50. We got Critics 78, Audience 75. Everyone loved it. Hey, okay. it's a good movie. It's it's one of those movies where Eric, it just, it's a good movie. It's hilarious. It has its, it has its serious moments. You're getting way too deep <laughs> into this. Oh, speaking of racist. <laughs> here's the... Here's the critics' consensus on Rotten Tomatoes. A gloriously rude and gleefully offensive black comedy. Wait, wait, whoa. Why was it black comedy? Why is it black comedy, Rotten Tomatoes? Why? Why was it a black comedy? There was only really two black people in the movie. Oh, my God. Why was it a black comedy? I'm sick of this, personally. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all can't say anything to me anymore. Why was it a black comedy? Was it what it's saying uh-uh. referring to black as like I don't understand. Yeah. yeah. I don't understand why it was a black comedy. Just like understand. Black Friday, who knows? <laughs> why was it no. a black comedy? Was it what he referring to black as dark? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Bad I hope Santa. so, because that'd have been really <laughs> awkward. Bad Santa isn't for everyone, but Grinches will find it unanimously or uproariously <sighs> funny. I mean, it, it is, gave it, it 75, funny. it was 75, 73, so I mean, everybody, everybody liked the movie, so that's, that's just kind of a weird... Did you, what weird. are your uh, thoughts on Lauren Graham? What I mean, you know, what, what, do we th- what do we think of Lauren Graham? Lauren Graham, are we talking about, is that the, is that the lady from Fox? No, the, the lady from the movie, his his love interest. Ah, uh, she's all right. She, she's okay. I, I did again. You mentioned Gilmore Girls, and then I realized that's why I seen her from that. I, I just it for me, it just did. It just didn't do it. It just I I don't know. It felt like she was perfect for him because it was like that whole he's a alcoholic, she's a stripper kind of like. She wasn't a stripper. She was a bartender. I mean, tomatoes, tomatoes. <laughs> We're gonna get canceled for that one. She wasn't, a, she wasn't a stripper. How dare you? She was a bartender. <laughs> My God, TJ. I I'm on your side. Just because everyone you've encountered who serves drinks happens to also be on stage. That's not true. I never said that. I was correcting Nate. I said he's called her a stripper. I said she was a bartender. I didn't say it was the same thing. Well, you know, you've been to Coyote uh, Ugly a few times. What? That is very true, but I want to know how the hell you know that. <laughs> Why do you? He had to think about it. He's um, like, man, is there footage of me somewhere? Probably is. No, I mean, she was. I, I feel like she was good. She was a perfect fit for him. 
honest question who uses who the most in the film each person advances in the film because of someone else's but who did the most i'm gonna say I, i'm gonna say i'm gonna say his, his the, the midget did use them the most because he really they were going to kill him anyway they i they, the plan was to kill him off anyway because he could become a liability he was a drunk he couldn't really do his job anymore he was getting you know he, he was getting slow so i feel like at the end of the, i feel like they were using him more than anything because i mean i mean he used the kid but the kid got a lot out of it the kid got a lot of uh he got a lot out of what was happening so i'm definitely going to say tony cox used billy bob more i'd agree with that i totally disagree what? What? and that's the end of the show tune in next week when we don't care <laughs> why do you disagree sir dude billy bob is the the main the biggest leech of this movie he's the main blood sucker the soul he's the reaper of this movie but the, i mean i feel like the kid got a lot out of him being used he uses the kid to feel better about being a dad and being a father figure he uses lauren graham to have sex with he uses the kid's grandma for shelter he uses his midget friend to have a job and have him as an elf and be his partner and help him in that. He uses the midget's girlfriend, the Chinese, the uh, not China. I didn't say Chinese. Asian lady. The the, uh, the woman who may or may not be from China, but is oriental. Definitely- oriental. That's the word you're looking for. <laughs> he uses the oriental lady who's going out with Tony Cox for transportation. Well, not transportation, but. She transports the stuff in the van. She drives the van, from what I understood. Uh, Bernie Cox also provided the job. John Ritter provides the job. What was that? I got the point towards the barn. I can't blame you, Billy Joe. Homeward bound, sir. Have a good night. Billy Joe, thank you so much. I'm glad you were able to specify that for me because I damn sure didn't catch that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I felt like that felt like that was like some redneck jargon. <laughs> I didn't know what I didn't know what that meant. So I was just like, I don't know what that means. Point what to the towards the barn? <laughs> that mean go to that mean I'm going to sleep? I I didn't know. So I'm kind of happy you clarified that for me, Dylan. It's, it's a white people thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, I could I, I didn't understand what was happening. So I was just like, I don't know what that means. I get it. I get it. You guys really got screwed on that whole forty acres and a mule thing. So. Just never really. I get it. I get it. What the? See, I'm not kidding. And I'm not kidding. I've seen the land they were promised. Shit farming land. Oh my god, you two are you two are on a whole different level tonight. That's for damn sure. Coming from the guy that wants to know why white people like casserole so much. I it's a question because I never knew casseroles existed till I started entertaining white people. Okay. I didn't know that. I didn't know white people like casseroles. So that's why I asked the question. Hey, newsflash, Nate. We like casseroles. <laughs> yeah, we set green beans in them. We put broccoli in them. We put every I've never there's so many then there's there's so many casseroles I didn't even know existed. Wow. I'm gonna say this right now. You ever bring a tuna casserole to anything, you're uninvited. So that's where y'all draw the line. So y'all draw the line at tuna casserole. I do. <laughs> 
So that's where the line's drawn is tuna casserole. At TJ's cheese, house. Cheese and tuna don't go well together. Cheese. Oh my God. What the hell? Casseroles are just yeah, I don't know. I guess I guess I guess that's a part of your culture. Cause y'all make casseroles out of everything. Uh-huh. <laughs> Damn right. Why'd you look at me like that, TJ? <laughs> oh, uh, TJ, TJ's gears are grinding. A few more of these, I'm gonna end up saying something I probably shouldn't. Hey, I mean, what what hasn't been said on this podcast? We have we have the N words been said a couple times on this podcast. <laughs> not by me. I mean, not by you, but I mean, it's been said. So I mean, there's not what it was. Yeah, any fish casserole in the South is a sign of disrespect. I mean, casserole is casserole. I mean, what what defines a casserole? That's poor people. (laughs) I I thought I was. Dylan, what defines a casserole? Uh, Depression, (laughs) usually. Uh, Stress. I didn't ask for Eminem songs. Oh man, this is aluminum can, aluminum tin cans, aluminum tin cans. Jesus Christ, this a lot is, of those. I, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what casseroles are. All casseroles are not created equally. Apparently, that's, I, think that's, I think that's like the Sixteenth Amendment. <laughs> I thought it was the Seventeenth. Oh shit! My bad. You're from Texas. You would know. You two, you two are on a whole different. I, I thought the 16th was something about cotton. I can't remember. You two are just on a whole different level tonight. Mm-hmm. That's a whole different something else, y'all are on. Anywho, man. So tune in next week when we talk about a Christmas story and find out why we got canceled. Uh- <laughs> That's very possible. That's very possible. But dude, I'm kind of looking for dude. I've been watching Christmas Story. I think I watched it like the last two nights. Dude, that movie is fun. That is a fun movie. That is I, I'm I'm gonna be honest, dude. Like, as much as I hate Hollywood, they they have made a lot of great movies. Castro mm-hmm. became famous in the 1950s when one when the plate. one plate meal became popular. Thank you, Professor. So it's ah, so it's a one plate meal. Oh, after everyone got conditioned and used to rationing for World War Two, yeah, that's wonderful. <laughs> what the? Fuck? Oh yeah, I guess we only need beans for dinner. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> Here you go, United States government. Here's the I'm rest of our food. It's classified as a casserole. casserole. Yes, it is. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Well, I guess I've had casserole a couple of times. Hey, wasn't there, wasn't there four Ninja Turtles? There's four Ninja Turtles. What are okay. you watching? I've got one of these Roku smart TVs in the background. Like, it's supposed to be all the different movies. It's got robots and dragons and alligators. And then right here in one side where the, where the it scrolls, it's got three heads that pop up like Ninja Turtles. And they've got eyes and then the, the turtle head. But I'm only counting three. I've watched it like four or five times scroll by. So I've been staring at this whole time. And I can't find the fourth one. It's driving me nuts. Oh my god. Uh well maybe you should stop paying attention to that. Maybe you're losing well, using good I think, I think we can all agree if there was any ninja turtle that was gonna overdose, it'd be Michelangelo. 
I 100% agree. Which one was he? He is, that is the guy who likes pizza. Oh. The yellow one or orange one. No, it's going to be Raph. Raph had depression. Uh, that's, that's Exactly. Uh, Raphael had depression. That's fair. That's fair. Donatello, Raphael, Leonardo, and Michael Da Vinci. Leonardo was a narcissist. I'm going to be honest. He was, I feel like he was more of a narcissist than anything. Because everything was about him all the time, 100%. Yeah, I feel like Donatello would make really good points, and Leonardo would be like, shut up. We're not doing that. <laughs> We're doing what I say. Basically, that's basically what I feel would happen. Even though he, even though Donatello was probably the smartest one out of all of them, but you know. <laughs> too much of a too much of a pussy. He's like Bernie Sanders. <laughs> what do you do? Smartest one, but he's just too wimpy. Here's <laughs> the reason why he keeps getting screwed every year, every four years. <laughs> Leo was a narcissist. <laughs> oh no! Oh god! We're about to get. I, struggled, I guess I struck a nerve. Yes, he was a narcissist. We're about to get Big the death rolls rolling. Which one was he? Which one was Leo? He was the one with the with the, the katanas in the blue. He was the leader, self-proclaimed <laughs> leader of the bunch. I thought the leader had the stick. No, that's Donatello. Donatello uh-huh. was the smart. He's the smart one who probably should be, but because the narcissist in Leonardo, he felt like he was the leader. It is a good lesson that the smartest ones among us are never the leaders. Never, never the leaders, ever. <laughs> it's always the the headstrong ones who feel like everything's all about them and only them. Every, anything they come up with is correct. <laughs> Leo did not have the katanas. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. He's got two katanas, bro. Donatello, there's anything had, I know about Donatello Leo. had the stick. Leonardo had the katanas. Raph had the whatever those things are, and Mikey had the nunchucks. I swear to God, if this dude says no, they're actually Japanese long swords, I'm gonna be so pissed. Lisa's Leo did not have the. I feel like he's gonna come with. He's about to push his glasses up. He's about to push his glasses up. Be like, actually, the thing is, they were Japanese long swords from the the sixth century. That the funny thing is, it's funny that you mentioned that because they were actually Japanese long. Long swords from the yeah. oh man, that is hilarious. Oh my god, but no, he I, I feel like I feel like Leo was definitely a narcissist. So I'm looking at the uh Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in time, the uh arcade game. I don't know how well y'all can see. Yeah, that's that's horrible. It's not showing up well, no. No, but uh this one has the uh I don't know their name, so I'm just gonna go by the color. The purple guy has the stick. The guy in the orange has the nunchucks. Michelangelo. The guy in the blue has uh, two swords. That's going to be Leo, Leonardo. And then the guy in the red has the uh, the, 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 the pitchforks. That's yeah, Raphael. Yeah. Pitchforks. All right. Pitchforks. Now you now you done messed up. Pitchforks. Leo has their sides. Yeah, whatever they're called. I don't know what they're called, but that's what they look like. Pitchforks. Oh my gosh, this this is completely just. If you're listening to this podcast on any of our platforms, I am so sorry. Like Raphael's about to head to the barn and throw some hay around. Leo had what do you call them? Ninjatos. Oh my gosh. I, I feel there that. he is. There you go. There you go. Exactly. 
So the fun thing show is, yet. That, is no, it's hard really to go. You say that. It's funny that you say that. It's been that. an hour. Can, can, can we leave the, now? The, the Zing Dynasty moved to Katanos. <laughs> Jesus. Do y'all have anything else? Anything oh, interesting? Man. Actually, yes. Uh, oh, I have something God. really interesting. Oh, we do have something. Hold on. Let me find it. TJ, oh. why do you ask if you don't want more interesting stuff? <laughs> I told you we were going to do it. Go, Dylan. So, this is a crazy, cool, interesting story. I'm already bored. A 19-year-old kid died. He was an organ donor. Oh, yay. More dark stuff. What else you got? Uh, another man <laughs> was on the organ donor list for receiving a heart transplant, got the 19-year-old kid's heart, and the 19-year-old kid's family was able to meet the guy and hear their son's heartbeat inside of the guy. <laughs> is that it? Is that it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's just that's only a miracle. It's only hearing your it's only hearing your dead son's heartbeat in someone else. I don't know. I don't know if this is, should be if it's like something that should be praised or is extremely morbid. Well, talk thing. about it. Go ahead. How do you feel about it? Or it's only a podcast. I mean, I don't, can... I don't, I don't know if I would want to hear my dead child's heartbeat in someone else's chest. I think okay. that'd be really strange for me. It, it, it just be, it just be extremely strange for me. I, I don't, I just don't know how I feel about that. Like it just, it. I know, there's a, I know, there's a lot of emotions that run through one's head when they hear that. But for me, it's. It, it, it'll be a no for me. It, it'll definitely have to be a no for me. I tell you what, if they're able to save any of my organs, it'll be a miracle. Oh, your organs are probably clogged at this point. <laughs> probably. So it's just, it, it, cheese and whiskey is probably is your liver is probably fucking falling apart. Your heart is probably the art. The arteries are just probably clogged as shit. So it's at this point. Who knows? They're gonna have to go in there with one of them. What do those plumbers use? The snakes to to, to pull out all the crap, the bacon and the cheese. They're gonna, and the they're gonna have to do a lot for that shit to clean that out. Like we pumped his stomach and we found about six pounds of flaming hot Cheetos. Probably, I would. That would not fucking surprise me. Would not surprise me. <laughs> that's the only thing. I, when we when we worked together, that's the only thing I never really saw TJ do with eat. That's the only thing I never saw TJ do. Uh, well, yes. guess what? I eat because I got fat. <laughs> <laughs> we never stop. We out of all the out of all the hoppers I worked with, TJ never made me stop multiple times to eat. You were never in the truck with me, and uh, I can't remember his last name, but his name was Cody. We actually stopped one time. We got the uh, the Wendy's. Uh, it's like one of their hidden menu items: T Rex burger. Jesus it's like Christ, ten patties and 10 things of cheese of course I, I, I got that i got a large fry and i got the uh the large shake and a large i think it was a sweet tea how are you not in a hospital right now <laughs> i i don't know <laughs> i i don't know how how are you not how are you not that was in my much wilder days and um i was, was going four i was years going ago. To, five years it, ago it was longer than that dude me and sam have been together almost four years it was like six years ago. Oh, right. I, you, you when, I, 
You and Sam, oh, you were just going through your divorce at the time. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Damn, that was a long time ago. Yeah. Shit. Like 2016, dude. It no, 2000. Fun. I was because I was divorced in 2017. Uh, yeah. About in that time. Takes me back to the days of the wonderful days of you know when we had a real president in office. <laughs> Obama. Yeah. No. Barack Hussein Obama. Thank you. <laughs> exactly. Sweet Jesus. Oh my God, you dudes are. I, I do the Black Panther symbol, but I don't know it. I wouldn't at all, <laughs> unless you want to keep this podcast. I wouldn't. Yeah, that'd be three strikes for you tonight. Too. <laughs> I don't know how many Facebook is willing to give, but I'm not willing to test. Uh, we we've already passed that a long we time ago. Passed that a long time ago. That was most definitely passed that a long ass time ago. But Jesus <sighs> Christ! So are we? I mean, are we closing with the King, or I am curious to see how you want to do this. Yeah, we're closing with the King. Nate, are you, you sure you want to? Because. I, I, you you said you didn't like it. You said you didn't like it. No, we do not like it because of he combined whiskey Nate together. <laughs> oh my god, that's horrible. <laughs> so, or he can't. Or is it because he can't pronounce Dylan's name? Correctly? Here's what I was gonna do. Because I had I have I have like all these coupons from Cameo because I spent all my money there, and so I got I got the king to do one for like four bucks, right? Uh, that's why it was half assed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was supposed to be an intro to the show. And when he, he did the he, outro, he, he, he no, he did the intro, but he always said he said whiskey Nate, like as in one person, like whiskey Nate was one person. There was a comma in there, King. <laughs> you missed it, man. You let me down. You let the people down, and you're a man. I, feel, of the I feel like there's other people that you can get that 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 have a little bit more energy involved in the cameos than there is one guy that I'm dying to do, but he costs a lot of money. Who is it? Well, that, there's two. There's a guy, if you go on TikTok, his name is Voice Monster Credit, uh, Voice Monster Credits. He does mm-hmm. voiceover work and his TikToks, Sam hates him because he's he's extremely obnoxious. But he, he's just he's he's so high energy and he's so random. It's like this guy is my spirit animal. It's perfect. How much is he? He's 75. Oh, I can help you. Just are you do say that. And, and then and then the other one. The one I really wanted to do to really blow the socks off of everybody because we're all wrestling fans here and all from the Attitude Era is Mick Foley himself. Mm, nice. Yeah. $150. He Ooh. actually went to, I believe, the college in my hometown, little SUNY Cortland. Oh, wow. Yeah. Throw that in our face, why don't you? <laughs> right. One of the like three cool things about my hometown. So, <laughs> so we're gonna close with the king. It's gonna be one of our originals. The original, the original ones are better. My favorite, not the one where he mispronounced Dylan's name. <laughs> Dillion. That's my favorite. <laughs> oh, I love Dillion. that one. Oh my hey, god! I'm the cameo for Kyle Rittenhouse. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm not. I'd love that. Maybe we'll do one for the Island Boys. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, I've got nothing else, boys. Y'all have anything? Not at all. This is Dylan, Dylan probably has like 20 other things. Oh, God, here he goes. Put your kids to bed. You've been warned. Here comes the king. As always, I'm Whiskey. I'm Nate. I'm ICD. 
I have a big wrestling announcement for all for you all after the first of the year. Ooh. Awesome. Can't wait. Almost definitely. All right. All hearts back. Here's the king. Dylan, I hate you. Uh, okay. Show's over. What are you still doing here? All right. Whiskey, Nate, Dillion, they got better shit to do than sit here. All right. It's over. Go. Do something. Go watch your fucking kids. Jack off. Play video games. What are you doing? All right. It's, it's just be a dad podcast. Duh. Okay. So now go be a dad. That's not what dads do. You don't sit here and just fucking bum out and watch nothing. Podcast is over, bitch. Hang it up. You're out of here. All right. What are you still fucking doing here?